ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونتوب اليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله وصفيه وخليله وامينه على وحيه ومبلغ الناس شرعي فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين اما بعد ايها المؤمنون اتقوا الله تعالى واتقوا يوما ترجعون فيه الى الله ثم توفى كل نفس ما كسبت وهم لا يظلمون ثم اعلموا رعاكم الله اوسلايز اوف الله سبحانه وتعالى وي از ان امه have been commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to earn a halal income and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has warned this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to stay far away from haram income and know my beloved brothers in Islam that there are many forms of earning haram and today's khutbah will be on a very serious topic and that is the topic of riba of interest O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made riba haram upon his slaves and know that riba yani interest it is one of the greatest sins it is one of the major sins as we will see a bit later on and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gives severe warnings to those that are involved in riba whether it is the one that is giving the loan or whether it is the one that is taking the loan whether it is the one that is witnessing this transaction or whether it is the one that is writing down this transaction o slaves of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala know that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited riba not just to the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam but to the umam before him meaning to the nations before him so what is the definition of riba or where does riba originate from riba originated amongst the people of jahiliyyah and the people from before them if a debt became due they would say to him yani to the one that has borrowed the money give us 100 whatever currency it is that is due now 
or increase it to 150 and then you pay later. Then when the 150 became due, they would say give us 150 now or increase it to 200 and pay later and so on. So Islam also forbade another kind of interest, another kind of riba. And this is known as riba al-fadl. And this yani it occurs from a day-to-day basis in our times today. So what does this mean? This means adding to the amount when exchanging one item for another of the same type. So if gold is sold for gold, right? That is not permissible except a like for a like and a hand to a hand which we will discuss in the khutbah later on. So Islam stipulated that the exchange should be done yadan bi yadin, hand to hand. And that the items or goods should be of the same quality. Whoever gives more or asks for more has engaged in riba. So if he sells, for example, a sa'ah of wheat for two sa'ahs of the same commodity, even if this was done hand to hand, then he has engaged in riba. My beloved brothers in Islam, O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as I mentioned, He says, that he's made riba haram and like we mentioned earlier there's a lot of verses in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and many sayings of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that warns us against this evil action O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let us now look at the people that is involved in riba what will happen to them? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He mentions in Surah Al-Baqarah and He says الَّذِينَ يَأْكُلُونَ الرِّبَا لَا يَقُومُونَ إِلَّا كَمَا يَقُومُ الَّذِي يَتَخَبَّتُهُ الشَّيْطَانُ مِنَ الْمَسِ So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says those الَّذِينَ يَأْكُلُونَ Those who eat riba They are involved in usury they are involved in this riba. They will not stand on the day of Qiyamah. They will not stand on the day of resurrection except like the person that is standing between the beating of shaitan leading him to insanity. Ibn Abbas radiallahu an he mentions and he says that these people will be resurrected on the day of Qiyamah. Kamajnoon like a mad person. Alladhi yatakhabbatuhu shaytanu min al-mas. Like how shaytan will come and he will beat them. Some of the other mufassirun, they explain that this people that is involved in riba, they will be resurrected on the day of qiyamah. Like we mentioned, like a crazy person. Or someone that is getting beaten by shaytan. Wa na'udhu billah. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that this wealth that is gained from riba, know that this wealth that is gained from interest, it is void of barakah. Know that this wealth 
La khayra fihi. There's no good in it. Wala manfa'at. And there's no benefit in this wealth. Yes, it might increase you. You might have a hundred today. Because of involvement in riba, you might have a thousand tomorrow. But is there barakah? Is there blessings in this money? And the answer is no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, يَمْحَقُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَا وَيُرْبِ الصَّدَقَاتِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He will destroy riba and He will give increase to sadaqat. And know my beloved brothers in Islam, that sadaqah, it might look at face value that your money is decreasing. Because you're taking out a hundred rand and you're giving it to someone. As a form of sadaqah. But where's this increase of this money? The increase of the sadaqah that you gave is on the day of Qiyamah. When on, on that day of Qiyamah, where the currency is not rands and dollars and rials, when the currency on the day of Qiyamah is your deeds, your good deeds, and may Allah protect us from our bad deeds. So that is the day when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will either give you your book in your right hand, and how blessed is the one that gets his book in the right hand. Or, you will find that you get your book in the left hand. And what shame, and what difficulty, won't that person go through, when he gets his book in his left hand. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that the people that are involved in riba, like we mentioned earlier, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says about them, فَإِن لَمْ تَفْعَلُوا فَأْذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ وَإِن تُبْتُمْ فَلَكُمْ رُؤُوسُ أَمْوَالِكُمْ لَا تَظْلِمُونَ وَلَا تُظْلَمُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala He says that war is declared Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He declares war on the persons that are involved in riba. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, فَأْذَنُوا بِحَرْبٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And if you do not do it, then take a notice of war with Allah or from Allah and His Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the one place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he declares war against his slaves. And another place where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares war is in the hadith Qudsi where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whomsoever curses and whomsoever abuses the friend of mine the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he has declared war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we might live on this dunya, my beloved brothers in Islam, and you might see war happening around you, and you might say that this country is extremely powerful, and that country is extremely powerful. But imagine being at war with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Khaliku kulli shay, 
the creator of everything. The one that changes night into day and day into night. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine being at war with the creator of the heavens and the earth. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala carries on. And he says, And deal not unjustly by asking more than your capital sums. And you shall not be dealt with unjustly by receiving less than your capital sums. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, وَمَنْ عَادَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ أَصْحَابُ النَّارُ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ And whomsoever returns to riba, whomsoever goes back to usury to interest, they are, or such are them, the dwellers of the fire. هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ that they will abide in this fire forever. And here, my beloved brothers, the Mufassirun, they explain what does it mean, whom fiha khalidun, that they will be in the fire forever and ever. Is it not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna Allah la yawfiru ay yushraka bihi, wa yawfiru ma duna dhalik. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he forgives all sins, Except shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So how does one explain this? That if someone is involved with riba, whom fiha khalidun, that is going to abide in the fire of Jahannam forever. So the ulama they've explained that if someone makes istihlal of riba, he says that riba is halal. He says that riba is permissible. So now he's making halal Something which Allah has made haram. So for this action, he will remain in the fire of Jahannam forever because now he has disbelieved in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second group is those people that they are involved in riba. Hum fiya khalidun, meaning they will be in the fire of Jahannam for a very, very long time. But one day, bi'idhnillah, through the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah azza wa jal will take them out of the fire of Jahannam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says towards the end of these verses about riba Wallahu and indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala la yuhibbu he does not love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not love kulla kaffarin athim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does not love and does not like the disbelievers and the sinners. So this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he explains three things. Number one, what we take from this is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, firstly, he does not love those people that are involved in riba. Secondly, annahu kaffar, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that kulla kaffarin athim. That they have disbelieved, and again, this goes back to the explanation that I mentioned a moment ago. If you believe that it is halal, then you are out of the fold of Islam. If you believe that it is wrong, but you are still engaging it, then you, a sinner but not a disbeliever, and Allah knows best. And then the third point, where Allah says, Athim, 
that know that they are grave sinners. O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us look at the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where he says, La'ana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's messenger had cursed Akila riba, the one that eats riba, the one that witnesses, he's a wakil to this riba. Wakatibahu, and the one that writes down this transaction. Washaidahu, and the one that's witnessed, the one that's involved in this. Hum sawaun, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Hum sawaun, that they are all the same. There's no special category for the one that gave it. He's not going to get more punished than the one that ate it. He's not going to get more punished than the one that wrote it. They are all in this transaction together. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Ijtanibu sab'a al-mubiqat. That beware and stay far away Stay far away from the seven destructive things. And one of these things is riba. The Prophet ﷺ, just to show us the severity of these transactions, the Prophet ﷺ, he mentions, and this, and this hadith is reported in the Sunan of Ibn Majah and the Mustadrak of Hakim. May Allah be pleased with both of them. And in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, and from the, on the authority of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, arriba thalathatun wa sab'oona baban. He says that riba, it has 73 doors. Aysaruha. And the most lenient of them, the most lightest of them, is what? مثل أيّنكح الرجل أمه. And the lightest of the punishments, and the most easiest of that, is that a man has intercourse with his mother. ونعوذ بالله. So if this is of the lightest punishments, then shouldn't this be something that should be warned about? Isn't this something that we should stay away from? But yet you find people. They are involved in riba. They are involved in interest. Like there's nothing wrong. They feed their families from this. They buy their houses from this. They buy their cars from this. So now someone comes and he says, but this is darura. I need to buy a house. I need to have a car. And here some ulama, they've given permissibility for this. Within reason and within boundaries. You have a family of two or a family of three. But you buy a house with ten bedrooms. This is not a necessity. You involve yourself in riba to go beyond your means. You could buy a Toyota. But you ended up buying a Mercedes on riba. So we need to look at these Messiah. We need to ask ourselves 
What are we doing? And then my beloved brothers in Islam, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained all these verses of riba, and if one opens the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you'll find that they follow each other in sequence. And then at the end of the page, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ ثُمَّ تُوَفَّى كُلُّ نَفْسٍ مَا كَسَبَتْ وَهُمْ لَا يُذْلَمُونَ And be afraid of the day when you shall be brought back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the reality. You can have the best of lives now. You can struggle in life now. Can have the best of cars. Can be the wealthiest person. Everything can be going good for you on this dunya. And there's no problem with that. But know that every person is going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they will be brought back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah says, then every person shall be paid for what he has earned. And they shall not be dealt with unjustly. You might have a transaction with someone here. You might have an altercation with someone on this dunya. And you might be treated unjustly. But by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in whose hands is the heavens and the earth, in whose hands whose soul Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as he would take an oath by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, know that we are going to return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala aqulu hadha qawl wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimin min kulli dhanb fastaghfiru innahu huwa al-ghafur ar-rahim Alhamdulillahi al-azim al-ihsani wasi'u fadli wal-judi wa amtinan wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh sallallahu wa sallama alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in amma ba'd ibadallah ittaqullaha ta'ala O slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ruyal imam al-Bukhari wa muslim fi sahihi imah عن أبي سعيد خدري رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال الذهب بالذهب والفضة بالفضة والبر بالبر والشعير بالشعير والتمر بالتمر والملح بالملح مثلا بمثل يدا بيد فمن زاد أو استزاد فقد أربا الآخذ والمعتي فيه سواء أبو سعيد الخدري May Allah be pleased with him He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said Gold is to be paid for by gold Silver by silver Wheat by wheat Barley by barley Dates by dates Salt by salt Likes by likes Payment being made يعني يدا بيد Hand to hand He who made an addition to it or ask for an addition to it, in fact, is dealt in usury. The receiver and the giver are equally guilty. My beloved brothers in Islam, the hadith that I've quoted, this is the foundation 
of riba. And obviously the Jummah does not allow us to go into detail. And this is why it is compulsory on every believing male and female that is involved in business. It is wajib on them. If they are involved in buying and selling, that they need to know Kitabu Buyu. They need to know the book of transactions. And specifically they need to know what riba entails. And this hadith, like we mentioned, is the foundation of knowing about usury. And this hadith brings us two shurud. Two points for this actions to be acceptable in Islam. That it needs to be yadan bi yadin. As we mentioned, hand by hand. And secondly, it needs to be in the same sitting. And obviously, like we mentioned, that this is not the time to go into a whole fiqh lesson. هذا وصلوا وسلموا رعاكم الله على محمد بن عبد الله كما أمركم الله بذلك فقال إن الله